Hello and welcome, it's nearly time for the lights to turn green and the racing to begin so let Sam and I take you through the 2020 BTCC preview pod. Hello and welcome to the new season, finally, finally we can get underway. Yep, a couple of months ago it looked like we may not be at this point at all this year, but it is with great happiness that we are literally now a week away, at time of recording, from the season starting at Donington Park. Are you excited? Yes, very excited, uh, especially as we go into the opening round, hopefully, once hopefully. they confirm all the arrangements and such like. I'm sure you fans know what we're on about. Um, but yeah, in this pod we're going to take you through all the teams, um, what they've been doing in the off season, the final driver lineups that they've all got, um, a few of our predictions that we've got for champions and uh, different championships that are competed in throughout the season, and yeah, a general overview of what's expected to come. Absolutely. Well, we might as well dive straight into the first team on the list to go through, and we are starting with. Starting with Accelerate Motorsport, um, they were on the grid last season, their first season in the championship uh, and they were driving the MG6s last year which to be fair to say they were fairly fairly dire um, and they've moved on this season to bring in a new manufacturer into the championship in Hyundai. Yeah, I mean this was announced nearly a year ago actually, it was yeah. November time it was announced because I remember I was on holiday at the time, um, I know it seems so long ago. What's a holiday? It was, yeah. and it was um, it was such a sort of crazy sideways, out of nowhere announcement. You know, there was no yeah. real murmurings that this was, this was nope. happening in the off season, etc. We weren't even sure if we were going to see accelerate back at all, uh, given the difficulties they had of the MG. Um, and then suddenly, out of absolutely nowhere, a brand new car on the grid looked very good. The promo shots they've not changed the livery too much from the promo shots, nope. um, and got a really good driver lineup for them. Yeah, we were speculating about them possibly changing the car, but we weren't expecting a new car to come onto the grid. Um, no, I was expecting a Honda Civic or a BMW 1 Series, as they are the sort of cars that are kicking about in the various garages. Of, <laughs> yeah, very much. Or maybe much. A, an Alfa Romeo Giulietta, as though <laughs> seems to want to race the thing. Very much so. Um, and as you say, they come with a new driver lineup this season, obviously getting rid of Sam Osborne and Rob Smith from last season. Uh, they've brought in two experienced guys as well. Although one much younger than the other in Senna Proctor, been in the championship, what, six, seven years now, surprisingly, um, hasn't, hasn't improved at the rate we thought, we, we thought he would at first, but is this his opportunity? Well, he's been in teams that are developing teams and bad teams, you know, he, yeah. was, he joined PMR at a point where they were looking to become a real uh, player on the grid, you know, they weren't messing about in the older cars anymore, they were bringing yeah. through the Vauxhall bringing that back to the grid um, you know, it was a real sort of transition period for the team and mm -hmm. for him BMR, the less said about him the better Ash Sutton is the only <laughs> anomaly in that, who seems to be yeah. the only person in the world who can get a tune out of the Lavorque or could get a tune out of the Lavorque um, so it be interesting to see how he can do um, he has underachieved, I think it's fair to say. I think Smiley possibly has as well, to a degree. He's also been in the series on and off a fair while. Yes. Um, last year at BTC, I don't think he did as well as perhaps he should have. 
I think actually that probably cost BTC the independence title, as I mentioned on the review pod last year. I think that's what cost him his seat as well. I think um, it probably is. They they looked at the other options that are on the grid and they they thought better, and he was we we didn't think he would be getting a seat, did we? Um, no, because we kind of assumed Rob Smith would take the yeah. uh, second seat at Accelerate this year. Um, I suppose in a way that the, the pressure's off both the drivers to a point. It's a new car. This will be a transition season. Anything they do along the way that's good will be a bonus. But yep. you know, it's very rare a car debuts in the championship and takes it by storm and goes on to win. I mean, you could say the BMW 3 Series, but that's a BMW. Alfa Romeo. <laughs> win the champ. Well, that's back, did. In, back <laughs> in the 90s. Yeah, back in the 90s. I mean, you know, the BMW was yep. a new car last season, but. It wasn't new in the sense we've had the BMW yeah, 3 Series got pedigree, in the past. They? Yeah, and we've got the money and resource of BMW behind it. They're not had to develop a race car. This isn't the first time that Hyundai have been racing. Um, they've been fairly prominent in the World Rally Championship and also in World Touring Cars and WTCR. And I suppose this move into the BTCC is broadening their horizons and I feel it's probably something that they want to develop in and then possibly either next year, maybe the year after, become a manufacturing. Well, yeah, we're moving towards the hybrid era of the touring cars, and as we've said before in other pods, Japan uh, is a very much ahead of the curve in uh, doing hybrid engines, as is you know, Asia. That is a, a market that is yeah. well ahead of Western Europe in terms of developing hybrid engines, etc. So now's a good time to get in, you know, get a, get a foothold in, and then develop the next generation of engine uh, and come back for that. I think that it's going to be a difficult season for them, I honestly do. I think it's never easy bringing a new car to the grid. No. We saw Moffat struggle uh, most of the second half of the season with the Infinity. Yes, there's a good couple of results, but yeah. generally he's struggled with that car. Um, it's, as I said before, it's very rare a new car gets bought to the grid and sets it alight and goes on to win the championship. Yes, it happens, but it's rare. What do you think is the most that we can expect from the team then? I think if they can get you know a, a string of top 15 finishes, i.e. point scoring finishes, um, and perhaps sneak into the top 10 teams at the end of the year, that would be a good season. Um, both Senna and uh, Chris have taken podiums in the past, so yeah. there's no, there's nothing to say they can't do it this time round. I think they might sneak one perhaps in a reverse grid race, perhaps, but... The difficulty is that they've shown decent pace in quali- in the uh, in the attire test and media day, but that's very different to what actually happens on the grid. And what's race pace? That's the thing, because Jack Goff showed really good pace in the Volkswagen attire test, but yeah. we know that the Volkswagen struggles with race pace. Yeah. So I think we need to see a few rounds unravel to see how that car handles you know, doing 20 laps in the touring cars yeah. um, rather than just doing a flying lap here or there. But I think it's exciting. Yeah, we want to see new cars in the touring cars. We want to see you know, as many new cars on the grid as possible. Um, I think that if they can get a string of top 15s and a you know, top 10 early on, perhaps in the first couple of rounds, then that will sort of be the springboard for the rest of the season. I was going to say, I think they'll, they'll be looking towards top 10 results um, and they'll be hoping that that they could possibly achieve more. But I think that is possibly the most that they'll be looking at is to get into the top 10 occasionally, uh, maybe get a reverse grid pole out of somewhere, and maybe hang on for a good points finish um, but yeah it's about the consistency of the car and we don't really know what reliability is going to be like I was just about to say I think that the calendar may count against them this time around yes. because there's very little time between rounds to review data and get good indication of how to set up that car yeah. so I think that this, I mean, but that's the thing. They can treat this as a, as a development season as a transition season get as much data as you can and then mm. go on next season um, with a much more spread out calendar and use what data and what information you collect this season to really push on next. 
Okay then, moving on to the biggest team on the grid. <laughs> uh, split into three this year. They've got two, well, three Volkswagen CCs, uh, two with RCIB Insurance, one with Rocket Racing, and a, a brand, well, brand new to them, BMW 1 Series. We're on about Team Hard. Yes, yeah, so we start with the, the main flag uh, team first, which is Goff and possibly Bushel, possibly Fuller. It's still not entirely clear who I, they're going to be running. I, I think it's Fuller. I would expect it to be Bushel uh, by the time we get there. I think it's Fuller from what I, what okay. I understand, but we'll have to see. Yep. Uh, they are back, as you say, in the Volkswagen. Um, Goff did take a win in it last year, albeit that was a bonkers was a race. crazy race at Silverstone. At Silverstone. Yep. Um, but also Goff had a couple of years out, so he has now got a year behind him, back into the rhythm of the vehicle, we'll understand the car a lot better this season. Yep. Um, but I do worry a little bit about what they can really hope for. I don't think they can be looking for podiums or wins. I think they've got to concentrate on getting as many top 15 finishes as possible. Yeah. Uh, particularly Goff, because you know if you bring in Bushel or Fuller, both mm. are probably going to be a little bit rusty. Um, obviously, Bushel finished the season last year for... Uh, replaced uh, at, toured off at Cobra AMD, but he only did two rounds. Um, two, Although, three rounds. for me, he impressed in that little stint that he had. Yeah, he was good, but... There's a difference between having a couple of cameos, if you will, with no pressure, to having yeah. a whole season underneath you. And Fuller's not been in the touring cars, uh, I think, offhand since 2014. Oh, yeah, be... it's, it's been a little while since he's been in touring cars. Obviously, he took over for Media Day and the tyre test, I believe. Um, and so he, he's had a little bit of running in the car, but as you said, it's been a while since he's been fully involved in a race. I think that Jack Goff will be looking to get as many top 15s as possible, to be honest. I think he's probably going to be expected to be the main point oh, scorer in that most team. most definitely. Uh, we know he's a quick guy. We've seen him win races um, in that beautiful blackened uh, yellow Honda. Wicks Racing, yeah. Yeah, Wicks Racing Honda. I think he's going to want to you know, be in the top 15. He doesn't want to be pootling around at the back of the grid. No, no one does, though. <laughs> well, no. I, I don't know how to predict Fuller or Bushel because I think that both are... Not unknown entities because they have both been in the touring cars before, but yeah, they've they've had such snatched opportunities in the touring mm. cars. It's been a couple of weekends here, or you know, it, they've not got a full race season together. I I was having a look back through Bushel's previous career and what he did in the Clio's, and his last season in the Clio's, he won the championship by nearly two hundred points. Oh, he was incredible. Yeah. And I was like, well, why why hasn't a no disrespect to Team Hub, why hasn't a better team picked him up and give him that car that he needs to go out and do what he's shown to be good at yeah yeah I agree um, but yeah as you say Jack Goff I think will be the lead driver for them will gain the most points for them this season um, maybe in some disorganised races get into the top 10 for me um, uh, but I think that is the most that they can probably expect yeah, I'd agree if you look at Nick Hamilton then who's running the other uh, CC Yep, one of your one of your favourite liveries this year. Yeah, it's a fantastic livery. Fair play to them. They're really. It yeah. just suits the shape of the car. It's yeah, it just does. it's a fantastic livery. Um, I must admit, I thought he might be running a Mercedes, what with uh, <laughs> various links, etc. But no, he is running the CC. His first full season in a saloon, which would be interesting to see. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's a bit. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he has race hatchbacks previously in the Clears, etc. But perhaps a saloon in the touring cars will be better for him. Yeah. 
I think he's going to score points this season. He's not scored any touring no. car points in his career so far. I think this will be the season he does. Yeah, he was gradually getting better and better towards the end of last season, but unfortunately he had to pull out because of financial uh, issues. And getting this drive this season, I think I think he's probably got a better unit around him this season in Team Hard. Yes. Having that experience with the Volkswagen for so long, they'll be able to help him and aid him in setting the car up to which track it suits um, and yeah I think he will finally score points this season yeah I think he will um, I, I don't think he's going to be getting podiums I don't think he's going to be getting top tens because I think the car as we discussed before is difficult and I think that Goff is going to struggle and Goff is a better driver I don't think there's any or too no. much controversy in that statement um, but I think this year what with the, the crushed calendar um, and perhaps the unpredictability that's going to come I think that Hamilton will get points this season and I'd be glad for him you'll be happy for him to get to get those points on the board he needs to make sure that he keeps out of incidents as well yeah because of the condensed calendar because if you're going to have an incident this season it could cost you more than one race or one race weekend yeah you're absolutely right uh, finally at Team Hard then it's Carl Bordley who uh, as you'll know from our interview a couple of weeks ago is running the BMW 1 Series previously owned by WSR yep this is quite a an interesting one isn't it because this is a car with a lot of racecraft a lot of racing pedigree very much so in the hands of a driver who has now got a full season under his belt in the touring cars yep. who's a proven uh, winner across different categories most notably the hot rod scene of course yep this smacks to me of the best chance he's probably going to get at looking for podiums etc I, I think he's got the best chance out of the team hard drivers yes um, and I think this might be almost like a little test run for Team Hard to see maybe moving on to a different car throughout the team for next season for the other guys and Carl Bordley very much used to driving rear wheel drive cars so I think that will suit him down to the ground Um, and yeah I think from what he said in the little interview that he had with us he's aiming for the Jack Sears more than achievable more than achievable certainly Um, and I think he'll come close to it I think you're right. I mean, Jelly's proven that you know, a privateer yeah. or a one-man team effectively yep. can run that car and run it well. Obviously, Jelly's also back in the uh, BMW, which we'll look at in, the, in a little while. I think this, you know, this is a real chance of him. And I think that the only thing that I think might possibly count against him is pressure. I mean, this is, you know, there's no excuse to a degree. You, know, you can excuse a poor car if you're not scoring points, you're a bit slow. This is a proven race winner. This is a proven... But it is the first season that he's had in the car. Yeah, that's also true. That's I also think that true. gives him a little bit of leniency, getting to learn it, getting used to how it reacts to different situations, how it reacts to curves and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the, the raw pace is obviously there in the car as we've seen it before. Um, and he'll be very much looking forward rather than looking looking behind him. Yeah, and I'd be interested to know if WSR have shared any setup tips mm, or stuff yeah. like that. Um, with him or Jelly, uh, I believe they already do with Jelly. Well, he has raced with WSR in the past. Yeah. Let's not forget, so that wouldn't surprise me entirely. And of course, let's not also forget this could also be a little bit of an audition for Carl because Oliphant, I think, hmm. under a lot of pressure this year to perform. Yeah, I really do. Uh, we'll get to that later. And if he puts in good performances in that car and catches the eye and catches the imagination, he could responsibility he brings as well he could be a real asset to WSR moving forward and already the relationship that he seems to be building up outside the touring cars with the BMW brand, brand uh, even in the early parts of this year in his interview he's saying he's got test cars for 
from his closest dealer to drive. Um, so yeah, he he could be pushing towards that this if could he well do, be, does well. This could well be an audition for him. So we'll have to see. Next team on the list, uh, Team Parker Racing. Obviously, Stephen Jelly's outfit, uh, single car team. Uh, flipped the livery this season. Last year they had a bit of red on the front. This this year, a nice deep blue. Uh, I prefer the red. Really? Well, I'm Liverpool fans. Yeah, I prefer, prefer the blue. Everton fans. Yeah. Uh, sticking with the BMW 1 Series this season, uh, what can we expect? Well, for me, much of the same. Yeah, I think him. so. And I think he would probably be happy with that. Towards the end of this last season, he had some good results. Um, did very well in the last penultimate round of the season. Last round of the season. Yeah, he took a race win last year as well. Yeah. And so he, he knows that car so well now. He's a solid pair of hands. Yeah, that's what Jelly is. He's a solid pair of racing hands who will get good results for the team. He's under little pressure because he owns the team. Um, as long as he doesn't get into too many in- incidents I think, like he did last season. Yeah, I think that's going to be the key for all the privateer entries or the, uh, the independent in- entries. But, you know, he's almost a much of a muchness. What, what, what can you expect from Jelly other than more mm-hmm. of the same which he's produced his entire touring car career? He's a very steady, very safe, very good pair of hands is he going to win the championship no no is he going to be at the back of the grid every race no Probably is he not. going to be in the midfield and there thereabouts yes yeah he'll have some good weekends he'll have some poor weekends and I think that's probably the most that he can expect he can maybe expect a race win again yeah um, certainly podiums and a couple of podiums yeah I mean, it's also let's not forget he's had some really bad luck along the way as well most I mean, definitely I've harped on about it before but I'll harp on about it again you know Turkson wiped him out of knocking, <laughs> knocking a couple of seasons ago when he would have had a race win probably and last year you know he was involved in incidents that weren't always his fault no. it's the touring cars you know it happens um, and sometimes you just need that bit of luck but I think that he will be sort of midfield and he'll be you know he's the Everton of the of the BTCC he's always sort of thanks for that dig there yeah mid, mid table yeah, decent not not brilliant not terrible there there or thereabouts pick well, up a few good results here and there thanks <laughs> uh, moving on to next team now uh, with a completely brand new driver lineup at GKR trade price cars mm. still ran, running at the Audi S3 saloon uh, but this season they will have Bobby Thompson, formerly of Team Hard last year. Yep. And also mini challenge champion James Gornall. Yeah, now we're coming to our predictions later on, but he was very nearly my surprise prediction. Mm. I'm, I'm really excited to see uh, Gornall this year. I mean, we'll get to Bobby in a minute, but Gornall's race record and his yeah. his CV is astonishing. Yep. Um, and I fully expect to see him get to grips with that car quickly. It, early tyre pace has been good. Yep. For a car that, you know, it's it's not the slowest, it's, it's not a, the fastest. It's ageing now as well. Yeah, Jake Hill took a win in it last year. Yeah. Uh, could have had another one if he hadn't got into a tangle with Matt Neal. Don't um, get into a tangle with Matt Neal. Never get into a tangle with Matt Neal. The man <laughs> does judo, I believe. <laughs> um, but, look, yeah, it's a car that is proven. Bobby Thompson will know that as well. You know, that this is a car that you can get good results in. Um, I'm really excited to see what you know, Gornel can do to the championship and how he can settle in it's not the easiest uh, discipline to settle into as we've seen with uh, other drivers who came into the championship last year he's the only debutant of the year which yep. is a slight surprise um, but yeah I think that he can be looking to be pushing top 10 top 15 finishes more often than not in that car yeah I think we could see him take a couple of top 10s probably maybe a top 5 once or twice um, he'll certainly be looking to develop throughout the season and gradually build up that consistency and 
gradually get to know the car better and better and know how to set it up. But as you say, his his racing history speaks for itself. And I think if he gets given the chance in the car, then he will develop quite quickly. And I think that the condensed calendar will actually go in his favour because he's going to be in the car so often yeah. over a couple of weekends that he's going to, I think, learn quickly. Um, as long as he doesn't stuff it in a wall or stuff it into someone else. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I think because he's, you know, I think sometimes if you're left alone with your thoughts for too long, you mm. can overthink things. He's going to have weekend after weekend after weekend where he's got to learn the car quickly. Yeah. And I think that will help him. Uh, as with Bobby Thompson, yeah, he is a good driver. We saw him take some good mm. results with Team Hard last year in a better car on paper this season. Arguably on par with Jack Goff last season for me. Um. I know Jack Goff took the win, but the consistency that Bobby had throughout the season, yeah. I think, was pretty good. He was pretty cons- Yeah, I'll give you he was consistent. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. This feels like a, a natural step up for him. Oh, most definitely. Um, and I think that he needs to take the opportunity. I think he needs to be focusing on getting a string of point scoring positions together. Uh, he is, of course, eligible for the Jack Sears Trophy. He is. I think he could be one of the challengers for it. We know that that car can be fairly quick um, and looking at the other drivers in there there aren't too many more that you would say are in a quicker car maybe one or two but it's definitely two I think straight off the bat um, three possibly yeah if he can keep that consistency that he showed last season just gradually push it further up the grid then he can take some good points finishes yeah absolutely that's got to be the goal You know, the goal's got to be to try and score as many points for the team in the yep. uh, team's championship and also to be focusing on just getting those top 15s getting the, the solid points scored on the board um, and then again if you're looking to keep this car long term which I, I think they are looking to mm-hmm. do so it's all about getting the data for next year and moving forward and building that team philosophy and being able to take the step up again as we move forward yeah much agree uh, moving on now to possibly the oldest car on the grid it's that or the CC is it it's that or the CC yeah we're talking about car lube triple R racing with Cataclean and Mac Tools now I know that's a mouthful but that was the Sicily racing Mac Tools Mercedes entry from last season that had Adam Morgan and Dan Robottom in it they've kept the driver line up for this season um, but moved in with new sponsorship and possibly a bit of a push forward in development, maybe. They need to. We can hope. Well, the thing was that the second half of the season was so much better than the first. Oh, most definitely. Adam Morgan suddenly found a ridiculous amount of... Uh, Thruxton. He yeah. found a ridiculous amount of pace out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, which proved there is life in the old dog yet. <laughs> I think it was a slight surprise that they didn't look to upgrade the car, particularly as they previously had Sicily backing, which is a yeah. big motor uh, racing well, outfit they still have some Sicily back- backing that they've just bought on a new main sponsor this season uh, but I think we both thought that they may look to upgrade to the newer A class mm. which I think would be the perfect almost competitor to the new Focus ST I would agree I would agree I think that they're going to struggle this year yeah I so think, do I <laughs> I think Robottom's going to surprise us and be better I think you know he's had a full season behind him and I think that you know, he's got to look now to score more points he oh, definitely had a, by his own standards, he'd had a poor season last year. But you know, part of it is getting to know the car, part yep. of it is reliability issues, and part of it is you're in a car that isn't going to be running at the front every week. Yep. Morgan is an exceptional driver. We've seen that time and time again. He's another one that's surprised at a WSR or US that haven't taken him on. But I think it's because of his tie to Sicily that yes, kept it, him there. Yes, his tie to Sicily and Mactals, and that effectively it's, it's kind of his team. Mm. Um, and he he will push forward when he wants to push forward and develop the car maybe move on to a new car when he thinks it's right 
possibly financially. Um, and probably in hindsight, it's a good reason that they haven't gone to it this year. Yep. Can I make a claim? Go on then. Worst livery on the grid? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's not great. It's very busy. Um, it's not as clean cut as the Mac tools, red and black from last season. And grey. Apart from the Audis from, from the 90s, grey is never a good colour for a touring car. No. Grey is dull. Grey yeah. is dishwater. Yeah, they're not going to stand out on a rainy day in Knock Hill, are they? Or when the or clouds come over, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, so I think what they've got to look for is Morgan will be will get a podium because he always does because he's a fantastic driver yeah. and he always finds a way. And you know, and kudos to him. He'll, he, he'll have one really good weekend yeah, somewhere, he'll, and he'll drag that car because he has done yeah. for a while. Robottom, look, he's just got to focus now on getting top 15s, getting points on the board, staying out of trouble, and just you know bringing the car home more often than not, which was a problem last year. I, I think he'll. Possibly sneak into the top ten with lucky results. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as you say, getting some points on the board, more points than last season. Uh, let's get into double figures at least. Yeah, that's the key. Absolutely. Um, and I think he will. I think he yeah. will because I think the season is going to be so mismatched and a bit unpredictable that I think that circumstances will contrive enough for him to get into double figures. And he only needs to get a decent top ten finish, and he's there already. So. Oh yeah. You know. Uh, Moving on to another one of the big teams, um, Motorbase. Yeah. Now, last season, I think it's fair to say, was disappointing, at least. I think it was, because I don't think that their star driver performed last year. No. I said it many a time that he was my villain of most weekends. Yep. Chilton, for me, I wouldn't say gave up interest, but he just didn't... He wasn't at it last year, considering that he'd come third in that car previously. Yeah. He just wasn't at it last year. So this season they have moved on to a brand new Ford Focus ST mm. rather than the RS that they were running before. Yeah. Uh, they have bought in two new drivers. They've stuck with Ollie Jackson from last season, which I think is completely deserved with his performances going towards the end of last season. Yeah. They have bought in independent champion Rory Butcher. Yeah, which is a, for me is a surprise. It's it's a coup for them. But this. And I, apart from his previous history with the team, I'm not quite sure why he's made that move. No, because you'd argue that here yeah, is he a better driver than Hill? Yes. Is he a better driver than Osborne? Most yes. definitely. Is the Honda Civic a better proven car? Yes. Yes. So <laughs> despite di- how old it is, so it's difficult to know why he has left. Mm. But he has, and you say it's an absolute coup for Motorbase in the sense that they've got a really good driver there. Yep. They've got a car that has shown... I mean, Butcher's done well at the tyre tests. He has. He has performed very well. He's been near the top of the times. Yeah. But, as we say, that can count for a lot in testing. It may not transfer to racing and qualifying and race weekends. Yeah. Uh, Butcher will be getting race wins in that car. I this think. season? This season, yeah. Really? We saw last year how quickly in a uh, good hands with Tom Ingram a car can come good. Mm. And Tom Ingram took a brand new car last year to win him in two rounds of two yep. race weekends sorry yep. so I think he will get a race win I don't think it'll be many but I think he will pick up one race win for that team okay. I don't think that the other two will cope very well I have to say Ollie did very well last year in a car he was very comfortable with mm. I think he might struggle a little bit this year with a car he's got to develop a little bit more as for Andy Neat I mean he's a bit of an unknown entity in the sense that he hasn't really set the grid alight in previous years. He's taken good cars and not done very well with them. He's tried to set the grid on fire. Well, <laughs> he's had a few accidents along the way, shall we say? 
Yeah, but this could be a different underneath. Yeah, this could be a more mature, a, a more sensible driver. However, I, well, <laughs> I just think to myself, yeah, he couldn't get a tune out of a title-winning car with the Civic. He couldn't right. get a tune out of the MG where Plato did so well in. Right. So he struggled monumentally in testing. Yeah, he's been a long way off the pace. There's that rustiness. And that's not just a long way off the pace of teammates, that's a long way off the pace of the Generally. field. Yeah, you're right, you're right. I think that, but I don't think there's much expectation on him either. I think he's no. going to be pretty much the third driver, almost a development driver, to yep. be honest. Um, but in a development driver, surely you want someone that will definitely finish each race. Yeah. And will be able to give that important feedback. Not someone who struggled in a title winning car previously. But yeah, you know, some drivers don't get on with certain cars. Mm. So, yeah, we've got to be fair. You know, some you can put. I mean, I said before, Ash Sutton is the only one who can get on with a Subaru. You've put yeah. multiple title winners in that yeah. car, and they've not got on with, with it. So yeah, that's true. You know, I think we've got to give him a chance. I think we're all. It's fair to say we're all surprised when he was announced. <laughs> Feedback was mixed when he was announced yep. on various fan forums, etc. But you've got to give him a chance. We'll see how he gets on. I think that there's going to be three very different levels for that team this year. Butch is going to be top 10s, top 8s, yep. more often than not. Jackson's going to be top 15s and Neat's going to be... Trying to score points. Trying to score points, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think that's going to be the difference between the team. Personally, I don't see that team winning a race this year. Okay. I see them maybe getting a few podiums um, and that's where Rory has really pulled the car through or he's been fortunate through reverse grid maybe. But I don't see them pushing the development that quickly on the car, considering how condensed the season is. All I would say is that last year he got into a brand new car, uh, a brand a team hadn't ran before, and took it to nearly win the giant title in it. Yeah. So he's got, you know, that was the first year they'd ran the Civic. Yeah. Um, and he got in there and was leading the championship at the halfway point, if memory serves me right. So mm. he he's shown that he can get into a new piece of machinery and do well. I mean, obviously Tim Harvey used to think he was going to win a race in the MGs, which was frankly laughable but there we go I remember that time at Silverstone where he was constantly banging on about watch for Rory Butcher coming through oh no he's still plumb dead last he's in the MG but, <laughs> but you know I think that if anyone's going to get a result for that team this year it's going to be Rory Butcher oh definitely yeah so whatever what else happens remains to be seen yeah I, I think yeah that, that it'll be a midfield team as a whole yeah, and I, they'll have the extremes within that team I as well. It's a very slow start, and I expect them to come good second half of the season. Yeah, uh, moving on to laser tools now. Hmm. I'm not convinced about this at all. Oh, I'm really not. Interesting. I'm, I'm really not. I'm really not. So, as we already know, that uh, Adam Moffat bought in the Infinity Q50 midway through last season, making a statement choice to try and get early development on the car. But this is my point. He didn't do very well in it. Okay. He had a really good debut of it at Snetterton where he yeah. was good, and that bonkers race at Silverstone where if he hadn't spanned it, he'd have won. Yeah. Other than that, a really disappointing. I know it's only half a season in it, you you know, but I'm just I'm not convinced it's a good car. I'm really not. I think it's going to be made into a good car by Ash Sutton partnering him this season. So Ash, we know, loves a rear-wheel drive car. He's the only one to get a tune out at Subaru, as we've already said. Since he tested that Q50, uh, Aiden learnt things from that. Yeah. And was able to drive the car differently and in the way that a rear-wheel drive car would need to have been driven. 
and the combination of those two, I think, are very good friends as well. Yes. And I think they will push each other forward. I'm going to say it now. Asset will get a win because he always does. Yeah, I think they'll get a win. With he that always car. gets a win. He's not gone for a season yet where he's not scored a win. Even last year in that horrific barge at Brands, <laughs> he still got a win. And yeah. uh, let me tell you something as well. He was good value for that win in the second race last year. He was that was a fantastic drive. Some really bullshit yeah. maneuvers. And yeah, he will get a tune out of that car. But I am not convinced that throughout the season they're going to be a very well scoring team. I'm I'm yet to be convinced that car is a good choice for the touring cars. I think they'll. Within the team, I think they'll score points every round. That's bold. Um, that's really well, bold. One of the drivers, yeah, at least. Yeah, that's bold. I don't think they will. Um, okay, not every round, every weekend. Okay, I still think that's quite bold. Um, as you say, I think Ash Sutton will get a win somehow this season. He always does. And I think that both of them will get a couple of podiums. Yeah. Um, and I think it'll be it'll be a test for Ash as well. I do see to see whether he can get a tune out of what effectively is a fairly old car because this is a car that's been bought back from four or five seasons ago. Yeah. And I'm fairly sympathetic because yeah, we've, we've just bashed on um, Robottom and uh, Morgan for not upgrading the Mercedes mm. and Moffat has done so, which yeah. yeah, I think probably does need to be done. I'm just... After that really promising start of Snatchton where we were there we mm. both looked at each other saying bloody hell how's Moffat this far up how's yeah. he getting you know, looking quick yeah and then it just other than that bonkers race at Silverstone which I think you can just you know put down <laughs> to an anomaly because it was so mental discount that one yeah yeah he didn't kick on the way I hoped he would Ash I think is going to have little patience if he doesn't come good quickly I don't see him sticking it the next year Ash Sutton not having patience yeah Look, no. Look, Ash is one of the best drivers on the grid, pound for yeah. pound and talent wise. He's not going to want another season putting around the back of the grid like he was in that suit. Well, not he was in the Subaru because he could get a tune out of it, but look, he should be fighting for championships. There's no yeah. question about it. He's too good to not be fighting for a championship year in, year out. So I think this is pivotal for him because if it doesn't come through, I think he's going to have to really consider what he does because he's too good to not be in the title fight. Do, do you think at some point throughout this season, if. WSR BMW haven't filled that third seat, then he might just be going. Um, remember me? I'm a I'm a former British touring car champion, and I love a rear wheel drive car. I don't think WSR are touching my Turkins there because Turkins got to be number one, and Ash won't be yeah, anybody's true. number two. We've seen that with Plato in the past. He's nobody's number two, and I don't think he would be a good thing for Turkington because and vice versa. Um, so no, I don't see that happening unless Turkington moves on. Well, unless Atkinson wins the record fifth and then goes, bye, I'm off. <laughs> yeah, for a triple crown to, yeah. to boot. I see him more likely to go to PMR if, if, if and when Plato goes, or perhaps to Halfords, but then Neil's, that's Neil's team, so there's no chance he's going to replace Neil. No. No. Uh, right, moving on. Independent champion from last season. Uh, however, they've gone through a name change. They've changed to... MB Motorsport, Mark Blundell Motorsport. Oh, I was wondering who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so obviously we know Mark Blundell was racing with trade pass, trade price cars last season. Well, technically. <laughs> alongside, <laughs> alongside Jake Hill, um, and he stepped up into partner team ownership with Hollenby. Yeah, I believe. And basically to do mentoring. And yeah. look, fair play. He accepted he wasn't good enough. He accepted that he yeah. was a step too far. And it takes a big man to say, no, it's, mm. I'm not good enough or it's not for me. Fair play. Fair play. But moving into the more the background scene and being able to coach drivers and 
develop them. And I think he was probably a fairly crucial part in Jake Hill doing so well last season. I took the words right out of my mouth. I think he's going to be nothing but good for Jake Hill because, yeah. as I said many a time last year, his maturity he showed throughout last season, by and large, was mm. so far improved what he's been in the past. And I think that part of that is down to Blundell. Mm. It'd be interesting to see how he gets on with Jake's father, who is a divisive figure in the sport, should we yep. say. And whether he'll take a bit of a step back now to allow Martin to do what he needs to do. Mark, even. Mark, thank you. <laughs> make, make sure everyone's listening. Yep. To allow Mark to do what he needs to do and do the mentoring. I think it's going to be good for Sam Osborne as well, another young driver in this series, yep. who, you know, he did okay. He scored points in the MG last year. I mean, yeah. That, that is an achievement in itself. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, he scored points in the MG last year. Fair play. And I think. You know, you've got two young guys they're learning their craft and with Jake in particular that's a potential I'm going to say it, he's a potential champion in the future potentially he's got, potentially, the, he's got yeah. the ability and you know he, Blundell could if be it the, falls right for him yeah and Blundell could be the reason or the yeah you know, the pushing force behind that I think the team have got a lot to live up to this season being independent yeah. champions um, teams and obviously they had the driver champion last season that They've got to, I don't know, how can you build on that? And they've made the massive decision to get rid of both their drivers, all three of their drivers. I suppose that we, we knew Tom, Sam rather, we knew Sam wasn't coming back. I was going to say Tord yeah. often got confused. We knew you know, Tord wasn't going to come back. Bush obviously got poached by Hard, um, which is yeah, his affiliate, he's been it, there before. I was going to say, he was meant to be there last season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right, you're Things right. fell through. And with Butcher, perhaps he felt he achieved all he could there. Yeah. And what the challenge of going back to motorbase, because or maybe he felt that the car, you know, wasn't going to be good enough to win the championship, and perhaps he feels that a brand new car is. I don't know. Or none of the drivers agreed with the team change, changing hands, as it were. Yeah, quite possibly, quite possibly. Mm. But with Hill, you know, he he got good results in an Audi last year that was a midfield car. Yep. He's now in a winning car in terms of race wins. Yep. You know, he's going to be running near the front. I think he's going to far outshine Osborne. Though it's difficult oh. to know what Osborne's going to do because yeah. you know. We don't really know what kind of driver he is. I think I think he'll be looking at best scoring top tens. Yep. I'm not sure he will quite get a podium this season. I think he will unless, the good unless we get a reverse grid and he's drawn on pole or no, I think top he'll three. Um, Jake, I can see taking two, three, maybe four wins. Yeah. If the car is as good as it was last season and if the Jake Hill from last year is yep. back yeah most definitely but I think the the thing that they've both got to look for this season is consistency and to try and retain that independent championship as a team which I don't think they will but we'll come on to I that I think later. they'll struggle yeah. yeah but yeah I think Hill will, will fare better but I say it's difficult to know what to expect from Osborne I think he's probably got a bit of less pressure on him as well because oh, yeah. this is the second season definitely yeah he was in a car that was making up the numbers last year so I think the pressure's off a little bit for him. Whereas Jake, I expect him to take the you know, the challenge of both hands and I think he's gonna do really well this year. I hope he does. Yeah, if it's the Jake from last year, he made me in my words and he really thoroughly impressed. Mm, he did. Uh moving on to BTC racing now. Uh yeah. runners up in the independent championship last season and a team that just didn't quite get over the line. At the end of last season, I think it's fair to say that on the whole, qualifying cost them last year. Neither oh, could yeah. smile. They could really get it to work on qualifying right. day, but we both have really stellar races. Yeah, I'm excited about BTC this year. I really it's, am. It's a fantastic driver lineup, isn't and it? It's, it's for me for pound for pound. It's probably one of the best on, yeah. not the best, but it's 
but I think top three on the grid. So Tom Chilton's moved over from Motorbase, um, replacing Smiley. Yeah, this is his best chance. Josh Cook kept on from last season. No qualms about that. He was up there in the title fight going into the final uh, round at Brands. And they've brought in fan favourite Michael Kreese. Yeah, that's the only in the third, third car this that was season. Bit, that was a bit of a surprise because, you know, yes, he's loved. Yes, he's a fan favourite. And yes, he'll get you know a lot of fans to BTC racing because Kreese is there. Was he fantastic last year? No. Let's be honest, he wasn't. No, he wasn't outstanding. He wasn't outstanding. Was there other drivers in the grid who deserved the step up? For me, yes, there was. Yeah, we argued about Bobby Thompson probably getting the step up ahead of Kreese. Yeah. Because he was... He had better results and had better consistency. Yeah. But I was the also personality slightly... and character of Kreese, I think, has brought him through and gone, our oh, BTC racing. They want to be... I know they've been there for ages, and yeah. most people probably don't realise how long BTC racing have had... I know. Texas, yeah. And they're probably a team that's looking to almost rebrand yeah. and become a people's team. Yeah. And I'm really excited this year because as I mentioned it a minute ago. This for me is Tom's best shot at championship. He's now, for me, this is the best car he's ever had mm-hmm. at, the, at the stage where he's experienced stuff. Yes, he had a really good Vox underneath him, but he was so young and yeah. at the time. And he was in such a ridiculous field at that point. You had <laughs> yeah. you know, Matt Leo at his pinnacle, Plato at his pinnacle, yeah. Turkton breaking through. Giovinardi then came in out of nowhere and blitzed it for a couple of years. So I think this is his best. I genuinely think this is his best shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I genuinely think this is his best shot. I think for BTC, they're going to be looking to be on the podium more often than not. They're going to be certainly for top six finishes week yeah, in, week out. Most definitely. For Kreese, I think he probably has to get top tens more often than not. And I think he's probably got to get a podium this year if he's going to keep no, his seat next year. Knowing how good that car is. Yeah. There's um, nowhere to hide. No. It certainly isn't. And he's not got the difficulty that perhaps Tom sorry perhaps Carl Bordley does have in the sense that he's got to run his own team I know he's got support from hard but yeah, yeah in the way that Jelly and Bordley have good cars but mm-hmm. are on their own he's with BTC racing yeah it is firmly a third car although yeah. it may not count in championship statistics it will be run as his team with a very established race winning team yeah so there's nowhere to hide we'll come to full predictions later because I don't want to ruin them now but yeah I expect BTC to be at the front most of the season yeah, so do I. Um, I think Chilton Cook, possibly Crees, might get a race win. I, I think he would. He wouldn't know what to do with himself if he got a race win this he'd season. Tire on the spot. Yeah, he probably would. <laughs> to, to a full Nico Rosberg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that all three will get podiums. I don't think Crees gets a win. Okay. Um, but yeah, they're going to be at the front. Yeah. And I don't know if they've still got the data share of Halfords Uasa this year. I'm not sure they'd need it, would they? I Possibly think they've not. done enough development over the last season and throughout the the off season. Let's go back to Chris quickly. I was slightly surprised that Neil didn't put his son in that team, given the relationship mm. between them. But perhaps that's a father son thing, not to race at the same time. I don't yeah. know. But yeah. Well, moving into the manufacturers now. Yeah. Um, three of them this season, as of the same as last year. Uh, first of all, Toyota Gazoo with Jinsters. Obviously, mm. Tom Ingram's team and his baby and his it's his it's basically his. yeah yeah Speedworks um, taking a bit of a backseat for Gazoo and uh, Gangsters, but still very much a part of the yeah. proceedings I'm really excited Sam I'm really excited yeah, so because <laughs> as long as he stays out of trouble which he generally does yeah he's got a very good racing head on him and he's got a very good car underneath him for a whole year's of data underneath yeah. him and he was 
pretty good in the car last year, to be honest. I, I found it weird last year how he took four race wins, but no other podiums. No. And I expect to see him possibly finish outside the top ten, maybe four or five times this season at most. I don't think it'll be that many. I, I expect him to be possibly scoring points every round. I'm going to make a very bold prediction. Oh, he's going to take a triple race win. He's going to win, win all three races the weekend. Okay. Yeah, he's going to win all three races the weekend this year. Are we are we going for a specific track? Are we being even more bold? No. Okay. No. Good. Keep no. it open. <laughs> no, but he's going to win all three races that are around this year. Okay. Um, well, I think he this this is his best chance for a championship. Now he's established having that season under his belt with the manufacturer backing him. He doesn't have any worry this season about the condensed calendar, I don't think, because if he were to get caught up in something, then I don't think it will matter too much for the next race weekend, because no. they'll have the car back together in no time. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, so I think in that aspect, he doesn't have to worry too much. Obviously, he wants to keep out of trouble as much, much as he can and score as many points as he can. And I think... Ooh, Shall I make a bold prediction as well? Please do. That it will take the most race wins this season. I think that that car will probably be the fastest on the grid. Mm. I think everyone's going to think it's going to be, be the BTC Racing or the Halfords Civic or the BMW. 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 Uh, but actually, I think that with a whole year's behind him, he took that race win so quickly as well. Was yeah. it four races, five races Six. in? Six races in. Third, third race at Donington last season, which yeah, which he, we start at this season. And he said he said himself he wasn't expecting to take a win last year. No. And he went on to take another three. Yeah, and the car had pace throughout the season. So I don't know who's his best chance. I'm not sure. I think it's the best chance he's had so far. Because I don't think the events is, was good enough to win a championship, considering how old it was. You say that if it hadn't been for some dodgy scrutiny and knock he would have won the championship. <laughs> but I think. I think the re- there's a reason that independents don't win the championship. I think they need that teammate. And I think until they get a teammate with him, I think he might struggle. Just because you see it in all motorsport. You saw it last year with Neil. You see it in F1. You need that teammate to be a rear gunner. You, ju- you just do. You say that. In my write-up that you'll see later on our website this week, I've written that, yes, he hasn't got a teammate, but he's got a lot of friends in the paddock. He does. He's got a lot of friends throughout the grid that... If he's fighting for the championship, coming towards those last three races at Brands, some will make it difficult and some may just ease him through. Yeah, but I do think that, you know, we saw last year with Neil, whether or not he went to turn turn sideways. <laughs> you know, you need, I think you need that team player. I think I yeah. think you do. And I think that might be the only thing that holds it back. But I don't know, I think that car's going to be quick. I expect him to do really well this year. Yeah, so do I. Uh, moving on to Halford Uassa Racing. Yep. Same driver lineup as last season, the tried and tested Matt Neal, um, and the very unlucky Dan Camish. I'm going to be bold again. Oh, here we go. This is going to be a heads or tails. He's either going to come back and dominate, or he's going to be absolutely nowhere. I think he's going to be so hard to come back from that, because you were literally three minutes from the <laughs> yeah. title. Three minutes. It's almost like... We had the situation of football last year with Liverpool being a point off. They're either <laughs> going to come back and dominate or they're going to be nowhere at yeah. all. And they came back and dominated, as we saw. I think Karras is going to either do that or be nowhere. Um, I, I, I don't know which is going to be. I think considering his racing history and racing pedigree, he only knows about coming back and winning. Yep. Um, and I think that counts towards him. Whether Matt Neal can still do 
do that good enough job of dragging the team up there alongside him and being there when he's most needed as we said about Ingram not having that teammate Matt Neal is almost the perfect teammate in that situation um, as long as Matt can be there to push him through I think Matt understands that he's not top of the grid anymore and that he needs to do everything to get the team to win the championship yeah and every time I write Matt Neal off he comes and punches me in the mouth with a result that makes me look very very silly so <laughs> yeah, Matt, Matt Neal's not someone you want to write off or take a fight with no but I'm going to I'm going to write him off oh. he, won't, he won't get a win this season Ooh. I don't think he gets a podium either now Q next week him getting three podiums and a race win but I, I don't think he gets a win or a podium it, his pace was disappointing at times last year I, I think he'll take a couple of wins, um, quite a few podiums. I think this might be the strongest car on the grid. Okay. Just as as a team. Yeah. Because um, obviously we'll go and speak about BMW, but as a team, the the experience they've got. This is the third, second, third year with the FK8 Honda. Yeah. So they they know all about the car now, and they've got. I don't know. I, that pressure for me will just push them on and, and let them gain momentum when they need to gain momentum. I don't think Carrick's in the title fight this year. I don't think Neil wins a race. I, I, Interesting. They're, so they're either going to come back and dominate yeah. or they're going to be nowhere. And I'm, I think it, I think that other teams have moved on quickly and I think that could be a problem. Okay. We'll see in our predictions. We will. Uh, moving on to the final team. Yeah. Uh, team BMW with WSR. Uh, four-time British Touring Car Champion back again to defend his title. I can't wait for the safe driving and the no overtakes <laughs> to carry on. You love him. Uh, alongside him is Tom Oliphant from last season. Huge season for Tom, by the way. Yes, it's a massive season. And the the... Empty seat. The empty seat. The ghost car. Whether it will be filled is, well, as it says on the website, to be announced. Mm. I personally don't think anything will be announced. I think I think, I think they'll just leave that seat. Maybe no. guest drives. No, I think they're going to get a third driver in. Okay. I'll give you the name as well. Here we go. Matt Jackson. Right. Matt Jackson. I, I don't think he will. Personally, one, because he still effectively has a contract with PMR although they're not running this season what's PMR going to mind if he gets a year back in the touring cars and gets his racecraft back up to go with them next year what are they going to mind that he has first refusal on the seat for PMR next year and BMW go um, actually can I have you for next season then that's PMR's fault for pulling out of this year that's the way it cookie crumbles and they'll get another driver in yeah uh, anyway, Colin Turkington. <laughs> yeah, let's get close to the drives there actually are now. Yeah. That's a good idea. Good Colin idea. Turkington uh, going for his fifth and record British Touring Car title. And I think looking at his history and stuff, he's probably the favourite going into this season. You're Book, probably Bookie's right. Favorite. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, and there's if that car is as good as it was last season, not much is going to beat it. Um, I don't know because in the second half of the season it didn't look anywhere near as strong as it did at the start when they turned the power down it really did fall away a little bit but how do you predict about Turkington because he's, you know, the numbers speak for themselves he's yeah. going to be in the there or thereabouts he's going to take race wins the car's going to be excellent yeah. I'm more interested to see how Tom does this year because I think he has to take a win this year to keep his seat oh, at most WSR. definitely yeah, he got a bit of a pass last year because you know he was first season there but it cost him the championship it cost him Halfords mm. you have to beat them yeah and that's because they had Neil and Carrie Scoremore 
points than Oliver. That's the simple mathematics tells you that. Yeah. And I'm not very good at maths. <laughs> and I think he has to really merit his place this year. And there were, there were flashes last year of Tom, and he got caught up in a few accidents that weren't really his fault. And you know, but with a car that is so dominant, there we said about Crease having nowhere to hide. There is nowhere, no. nowhere at all for Oliver no. to hide this year. And WSR are too good a team and too much of a challenging team to mess about with drivers that aren't going to be getting them. Yeah podiums, race wins up there. And obviously, yeah, they want him to be the Bottas role. They want him to be the perfect teammate. They don't want him to be pushing Turkin too hard. I was going to say, they want him to be Collard. Yeah. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And they want him to, you know, score points when Colin can't, for whatever reason yep. that is, which he didn't do last year. Nope. And if Colin's in first, to bring it home in second or third, which he didn't yeah. do it often enough last year. So, yeah. Pivotal season for him. Pivotal season. He's not in the... Um, Jack Sears trophy. No. He didn't win it last year. He should have won it last year. Should have won it last year, but, yeah. Yeah. To me, that's not unforgivable because, you know, let's, let's be real for a minute, but he should, yeah, he should be winning it in that car. Yeah, Butcher beat him last year in what is on paper an inferior car. Yeah. So, th- this is a massive season of Tom. And I want him to do well. You know, he's shown his, he's a good driver. You yeah, know, he's, he's good, but WSI need more than good. They mm. need excellent, the best, second best on the grid. That's what they need. Yeah. That's what they've had. You say of Collard. That's what they've had. Yeah. So, perfect rear gunner yeah. um, and someone that has that race craft when needed to maybe hold drivers off keep drivers back from attacking at Colin should we move on to our predictions then for the season we've, we've given the preview should we go to predictions well moving on to the predictions for the upcoming season but first I think we should have a look back at what we what we suggested last season last season would end up like yeah so in the review pod of last season we looked at uh, and predicted which drivers would be back on the grid for the 2020 season yeah uh, we didn't include uh, Camish in that list because he was already confirmed at the time yeah at the point of doing the record and for the purposes of counting up the results I've not included Bushel because it's unclear what's yeah. what although I will make it clear the result would not uh, change the outcome of this prediction no. because we both said yes yeah. so it would make no difference anyway so with that in mind, there were a, there were a, a close run thing. <laughs> yeah, very close. <laughs> so Sam, you finished with twenty two correct answers, which I'm I'm fairly pleased with. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What out of twenty eight? Twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. there thereabouts. Yeah, I'm fairly happy with that. I finished twenty three. Oh, so close. I think the thing that swung it was that I said that Osborne would be coming back and Kane wouldn't, and you yeah. said the opposite yeah. which I think was probably the swinger uh, we both said Andrew Jordan wouldn't be which we both could have egg on our face and then yes he did I also made the ridiculously bold claim that Turkey wouldn't be back <laughs> and I still won so <laughs> let's see how the predictions go for this season shall we uh, Sam who's going to win the Drivers Championship that's one we all care about let's get that one out of the way uh, for me I think it's between two drivers I think it's between Camish as last season and Ingram this season and I'm going to go for Tom Ingram. Okay. Well, I'm going to be Pat Nevin and have two answers as well, well so that's fine. I'm going to for Ingram as well. I think you're right. <clears throat> and I'm also putting Chilton up there. This is the best chance he's ever going to have, I think. He's in a car that... You, you said yourself a minute ago you think that the Halfords mm. are going to be the strongest in the grid. Well, they've got the same car. They have. And they've got a year of data underneath Whether it. they've got the same resources behind them that Halfords have, if they have a prang one weekend, remains to be seen. Yeah, that's that's the only thing that I think would hold them back. But Chilton's going to have the quickest car he's probably driven for a long time. This is yep. his moment for me. I think he will take that. We've had him as a nearly man. I think he's going to 
be take the next step and take that championship. Okay, then. Be Mo- cool. Moving on to the independent champion. Well, it's going to be Chilton. Okay. Uh, because he's going to win the that one to win both. An independent drivers champion, and yeah, full champion. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. I think so. For me, I think Hill is going to continue his development. That is a bold call. I know it is a bold call, but they're independent champ- teams champion, and they had drivers champion last season, and I think they will keep pushing that car to oh. the absolute maximum that they've got in it. I'm aghast. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. He's going to beat Cook. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think Cook has got that final like push at the end of the season. We saw it last season. He really, as you said, struggles in qualifying. Yeah, yeah. I think Hill will be able to drag it through in qualifying and get some decent results. He's going to beat Cook. I think Jake Hill... I don't know. He, he's got more fire about him. He's going to beat Sutton. Yeah, well, we both think that car's mediocre. He's going to beat Adam Morgan. That car's rubbish. But he'll get the results in these two. Yeah, not better than Hill He's going to beat Bordley. I don't think that BMW is quicker than the Civic. The He's going to beat Crease. That jelly in the BMW didn't beat the Civic last season. I mean, I love controversial calls, but I think that is very, very bold. I've got to be bold for one of them. Say. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I, I think you're wrong. But yeah, I, but I, I think he's got the fire in him and he will get his elbows out when he needs to. Well, if you're right, I look forward to it. But I, yeah, I think that's absolutely bonkers. But fair <laughs> enough. Uh, team, uh, team for me will be Halfords, Halford Juassa. I think they've got the best two drivers as a team lining up on the grid, and they both know what it's like to be fighting up at the top, and will bring the championship home for them. Uh, I'm going BMW. I expect Tom to step up this season, and I think that he knows he's got to. And I think that they'll, and if they have the third driver as well. Mm. I think their BMW will win it. Yeah. Uh, independent team. Uh, for me, BTC Racing. We agree. We do agree on this one. Um, whether it is Chilton and Cook or whether it's Chilton, Cook and Crees, I think the combination of two of those three drivers will be better than any of the other independent entries, I completely including agree. the car. I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you on that one, 100%. Uh, the Jack Sears. So this is available for anyone who's not taken a podium so far. And just to confirm the drivers who can win this season, uh, it's Crease, Osborne, Thompson, Hamilton, Rowbottom, Gornall, Neat, Bushel and Bordley. Or Fuller if he drives in yeah. place of. Yeah. Uh, for me, this is probably more clear-cut than most of them. Um, okay. And just because of the car that he's in, I think Kreeves will take this. Great again. This is boring, um, isn't it? Just because that Honda FK8 is a quick car. Yeah. Um, and he, is he the quickest driver of that group? Maybe not, but I think he'll be the most consistent in that car. Yeah, I think the one to look out for is possibly Osborne, who's a, that unknown entity yeah. with a quick car. But I, I think if I was to put money on it, I would pick Carice. I think I would, yeah, I agree. Uh, manufacturer? Uh, for me, because Halfords are going to win the team's championship, it'll be Honda. Okay, BMW for me. Yeah. Uh, and that concludes the uh, championships. There is a new championship being added, which mm. is uh, to do with qualifying results. But... Yeah. Given how <laughs> crazy and how the whole field is sometimes separated by half a second, I'm not yep. ever going to begin to try and predict how that's going to work. No, it, it will very much depend on 
how drivers have done in a weekend, whether they've had all the practice sessions that they've wanted, yeah. whether they've had clear running. There are so many different factors to getting a good lap in in qualifying, especially with how small some of the tracks are. Yeah, it's going to be so difficult rounds. to predict that. For me, it's going to be one of Neil or Turk, just somebody like who's a constantly good qualifier. Yeah, I think that's probably Camish then. Yeah, quite. Camish was always up in probably top five, top ten yeah. last season. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're n- that's the championships dealt with. Let's have a fun one just to finish. Yeah. We're going to have surprise package of the season, good and bad. So, well, who's <laughs> going to be your good surprise of the season? Who's going to take us by happy surprise? So, my good surprise of the season, I think Senna Proctor. So bringing in that brand new car in the Hyundai, they've had what seems like decent running and testing and media day, and I think that car could produce some surprise results from what is probably expected of it. But not good enough to beat Hill in the no. independent time. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think Proctor, you know, I think he could take a few people by surprise this year. I'm really interested in how the Hyundai does doing race pace conditions. Yeah. So um, am I. And I hope they do really well, because I, I want a car on the grid that's good. I, there's been too many poor cars bought to the grid yeah. who can't challenge the Civic or the BMW, so having a car that can would be excellent. Uh, my good surprise package, I think Robotom's going to take us by surprise this year. Okay. Because he had a really bad year last what, year. What, still in that Mercedes? Yeah. Mm, okay. But it's all relative, isn't it? So for him, if he starts to get double points and starts to get top 15s more often than not, yeah, it's all relative. No, yeah. is he going to win the championship? No, of course he's not. No. Well... He says, I'm going to make me race look really stupid, but he's not going to win the championship. But I think he could get a couple of good top tens. I don't think a podium is beyond the realms of possibility. The car's proven it can get podiums. Mm-hmm. I think now, I think a lot of people have written him off already because he, had a, you know, he came with good pedigree from the Clios and was nowhere last year. No, he, he wasn't. Was, you know, it, it was a disappointment. Yeah. But I think he will come back from that stronger. And I think that this season he will improve and I think he will surprise a lot of people and, and prove a lot of people wrong. Okay, then, who is your bad surprise it's one of two who's going to fail this season it's one of two it's going to be Go on then. it's going to be Kamish oh okay who I think I said to you <laughs> earlier he's either going to come back and dominate or he's going to be nowhere yeah and look I'm not mentally strong enough to be a race car driver but if I was three minutes from the title <laughs> but have, th- and then have something like that happen to me that drive and deter- knowing that you haven't had a mechanical failure all season for that to happen makes it worse Yes and no. It just pushes you on and spurs you on more for next season to write, I'm going to do this before it gets to that final moment. Yeah, but you have a different mindset to me. So I'm, yeah, I'm true. speaking for someone in mind. For me, that'd be, that's crushing. I don't know how you come back from that. So you ju- you just got to push yourself to better yourself and get it done before you get to that sort of moment again. There's got to also be a slight feeling of I gave it all I got and it still wasn't good enough. I'm, I'm not sure he probably has given it all he got Dan Camish for me is probably one of the best drivers on the grid and one of the best drivers on the grid that we've seen in the last four or five years yeah naturally talented his pedigree behind him is amazing I remember when he was racing in Formula Fords he took 11 wins in a row yeah I'm not which is outstanding I'm not doubting his ability I'm just wondering the mental side of what happened last season how do you come back prepared for that if it's not him then it's going to be Moffat I'm deeply worried about that <laughs> car I'm deep well it's not keeping me up at night but you know from what there was so much buzz and such promise and I'm just very concerned that that car's not going to be good enough okay well my 
failure, surprise, bad driver this season uh, is going to be Andy Neat. I think he is at risk of being the only driver this season not to score points. Is that going to be a surprise, though? Yeah, yes, in comparison to what the other drivers in that team will be able to do. Because if, if, yeah, okay. if it can be shown that the car can score consistently either top 15, top 10 finishes, or maybe even win a race, which you think. Yep. If he doesn't score any points or gets less than 10, I think that's a massive failure on his part. But would you be surprised that happened? Yes, because of the car. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, they're fair enough. That's a... It explains. Yeah, it, it, we we kind of expected it last season. We know how poor the Volkswagens were and how poor the MGs were, and when they scored only a couple of points in the MGs, we weren't that surprised. But if this car could go out and score good points throughout the season from the other drivers, yeah, yeah, it's fair. Then he he's a sp- surprise failure for me. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well. The flags will soon be flying, the lights will soon be out, and a week's time we'll hopefully be at Donington Park. We'll bring yes. you a preview pod ahead of that, uh, and then of course the review pod following that. Uh, I don't think much else to say on this one. Yeah, we've got uh, preview blogs going up on our brand new website. We have. Uh, so we'll be previewing all the teams and having a look at li- little at their history of the drivers. Um, and what we could be expecting from them this season if you would prefer to read that Um, yeah go and give us a like on Facebook on Instagram we'll be constantly posting on there throughout the season um, and we'll try and bring you as much information as possible yeah and as our website is still fairly new just to remind you it's btcpodcast.co.uk yep uh, go follow us on social media from there and remember to subscribe to the podcast so you get a notification every time we release one. Um, it's going to be fairly hectic this year. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, so yeah, but we're very much looking forward to the season ahead um, and it's going to be a crazy one, I think. Absolutely. We hope you join us for the ride. Until then, speak soon. Goodbye. Remember to subscribe, follow and also share our podcast for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast. And you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com. 